Hello everybody and this is Magdalene Muse with Midnight Muse! Woo! Okay, so today's episode we are going to be talking about Friday things, yes. Because today is Friday and you know, Friday is always the best day, I'm off work and I feel amazing and we have a special guest and her name is Do Baby! Do Baby, come say hi. <laughs> Do Baby, come say hi. Well, she licked the microphone, so I guess it's the best we're going to get. Or let me have her do her little call. Do baby, who's that? Who is it? Who is it? (laughs) Okay, that was her saying hi. (laughs) But yeah, this joyous Friday was actually really good because I watched a really good movie. And what movie was it, you may ask? I watched One Night in Miami. Yes, I did. I watched it while I was actually, while I was working because I work from home because my job is fully remote now because of, you know, Miss Rona. But it was an amazing movie. It had Malcolm X. It had, shit, Muhammad Ali, the football player. Oh my God, I feel so bad that I don't remember his name. Oh no. And Sam Cooke. (laughs) But yes, it was really good really really good i really enjoyed it and like this is so wild for me to even say this but i thought the actor who played malcolm x was kind of (laughs) cute oh my god but yeah that's the first time i've ever been like attracted to like any like tv show character because like you know i try not to be attracted to celebrities or people who are famous because like I don't want to be weird, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, of course, like, when I was growing up, I used to be like, oh my god, I love the K-pop boys, blah, 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 But it wasn't like, oh my god, I want to be with them. I was like, oh, I appreciate them, I like their craft, I love their music, I love everything about them, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be weird! <laughs> but yes, it was a really good movie, and I really enjoyed it, and I just really enjoyed their dynamic with each other and like I loved it it was a really like a nice movie so yeah (laughs) and today was a really good day I'm really proud of how I handled myself today because like I had one angry customer today and it wasn't really my fault it was mainly the fault of our shipping agency <laughs> but yeah, and I had to like just explain and calm them down, but it was very stressful, but that's life, you know, you have to deal with it. I wasn't too upset. Oh my goodness. She <laughs> right now I'm looking at Dubi and she knows how to open doors, so she's trying to open the door. Please don't open the door, please, please. <laughs> Do you want to come up on the bed with me? Come on. Come here. No. Alright, she doesn't want to cuddle with me right now. That's understandable. You're still cute! Yes, you are. <laughs> so, I wonder, how was your day? I feel like everybody's day today was very interesting. And you wanna and you ask why was today interesting? Well, the full moon is in Leo. No. Yes, it is in Leo. Oh my god, why did I say no? But yes, the full moon is in Leo. Dun dun dun. 
Yes, since the first full moon of 2021, and it was crazy. Literally, last night, I had so many wild dreams. I experienced so many fun things, though, and, like, I just had this burst of creative energy, which is really nice. I really enjoyed that, and I feel like, Dubebe, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's like, one thing Dubebe is very obsessed with is socks. She will find my sock and just attack it. I don't know why. I, I'll i just pet you. No more socks, please, ma'am. <laughs> I wish you guys could see her tail. It goes a mile a minute, even though it's small. But yes. <laughs> Yeah, so like the full moon in Leo, I feel like there's a lot we should be doing, you know, like we should prepare, like, you know, write down your manifestations, meditate, get your moon water, do what really, ah, oh my god, my mic just fell, hold on, let me get that, (laughs) you should do that, you know, and also, I'm really excited because this is going to sound like very like, boring to some but i got a new toothbrush today yes i got an electric toothbrush i feel so adult i'm like damn i have like an electric toothbrush now i can even get more pearly rights (laughs) but yeah my mom um my mom gave me like a new like electric toothbrush because i asked for one and she was like okay i got you and i was like thank you mom you're the best Thanks, thanks. I really appreciate her. She's really nice. She's really caring. And I really love her. Even though there's days where we butt heads. But who doesn't butt heads with their mom? Like, who doesn't have those days where you're just like, nah, why? <laughs> you know? And tonight I will be working on the comic. Yes, the comic. So. Today I'm working on a panel where it's just like the awakening stage. So it's just like, wow, this new world planet, wow. I won't give you all the juicy details, but I'm really proud of myself. (sighs) Why am I yawning already? It's literally only (laughs) 6.54. I should not be yawning. That's crazy. And I didn't even wake up at a early time. Oh my goodness. Oop, I think somebody wants to go upstairs. Well, you guys are going to join me. I'm going to take Dubebe upstairs to my mom because she will love to spend some time with her. Let's go. Come on, Dubebe. Maybe we can interview my mom for the podcast. That would be fun, right? Yes. <laughs> so let's go. Come on, do. Yay! Do, 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 do. <laughs> right now we're like going up the stairs and just walking to her. Let's go. Come on, do baby. She's like my little shadow. Me and my mom are very similar in a way because we both like watching documentaries and things like that. I think she's watching a documentary right now. Mom! Mom! Would you like to be interviewed for my podcast? I'm on it right now. Please. Would you like to be a part of my podcast? You just answer questions I'm going to ask you. So. <laughs> did you guys hear that? Wait, say that again. Why are you just going to put me on there without me even doing 
You're not. I'm not gonna ask you anything weird. Let me first pause the um, documentary. Okay, mom. Yes. Wait. Okay, mom. How was your day? I've been having a wonderful day. Thank you. Really? So, what was something interesting you did today? I got to see you. Oh, that's really sweet. My mom has actually been out of town for a week, hanging out with her bae. That's not. That's TMI. <laughs> She's been out of town for a week. That's most of it. Hmm. Would you like to tell the audience about your bae? No. Okay. Well, I now know bae is off topic. Okay. Well, would you like to tell us? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do baby just like grab something? Okay. Would you like to tell us one of your favorite memories of your life? Well, one of them, of course, is when you were born. <laughs> okay, obviously, yeah, but something else. Oh, okay, well, I have so many, Grace. I can't think it's just one. Wait, you're not supposed to say my name. Oh. My name is Magdalene, <laughs> the muse. I will bleep my name in post-production, so don't worry, guys. Now, would you like to tell us a story? About you or me? About you. Oh, okay. A story about what? I mean, I, I have some an amazing life, I truly can say. And my, le- my life has been lived um, through, just like anyone else, trial and error. But the most important thing is my faith that has gotten me to where I am. Okay, not that deep, but um, anything else. A little background information. My mother is a minister, by the way. So, yeah, you can talk about that. Actually, yeah, it's fine. It's my podcast. Like, it doesn't matter. So, tell us. Tell us about what? About anything. Well, I tell you, if I'll tell you about the things I, I tell you. I really do believe that anyone could live by it treat people not only the way uh, you want to be treated but treat people the way that you should be treated Mm. because you know we think about well I would like to do this but I should be treated you know in a respectful kind and decent way and then that means that okay so whoever I encounter I'm going to treat them kind respectful decent even if they don't uh, have the same beliefs as me or look like me or talk like me or even have the same language or whatever I'm still going to treat them with kindness and decency and respect period period <laughs> okay well mom can you explain to me um, what was it like growing up I don't know I was pretty shy kid I think but I, I had a good life. I had an amazing life. I have a big family, so they taught me a lot very young. I learned how to treat people very well. And so, because when you have a large family, they help, they hold you accountable for everything. You can't get away with nothing. So you have to learn to, to be real good real early, you know, if you have the right the, the family I had. So. so, my viewers don't know, but how many siblings do you have? Let's not go into that subject. <laughs> what? Okay, well, let's not get onto that subject. <laughs> okay, so tell me, like, more in depth. Like, what was it like being a little girl growing up where you grew up? 
it was actually pretty secure, pretty stable life. I had um, I had a family that loved me, so I always felt very special. I always felt like um, that anything was possible. We got a lot of encouragement. We got a lot of... Um, um, we had our heroes right in our own family. So it was pretty easy to want to be better and more. Mm-hmm. Like, what I'm trying to ask you is like, I want the, the, the nitty gritty everything. Like, something that's like, this is what happened. Well, I mean, you know, I don't really have any awful things that happen. I mean, you know, like I had things that happen, like maybe um, get to hit one time with a kid throwing dirt, <laughs> hit me in the head with a, you know, with a piece of uh, brick was still in there. Brick? With a little piece of brick. I mean, he was throwing, we both, we all were throwing dirt at each other back then. You know, we made our own games, so we were throwing the dirt balls at each other. <laughs> and uh, and so it wasn't malicious or anything. Yeah. It was, it was an accident. I'm not asking for something like bad like I'm asking like what's something that like uh, I don't know how to explain it like I mean like what's something that really shaped you well I tell you what I remember one time when I uh I was out I told you I was always really shy and I I think I was already in high school and I had to we all had these parts that we had to say at a at a play and I had the, the, the really good one, and everybody wanted that part. And we kind of drew them out of hat, you know, and so I just got lucky and got the right one. And and so it was like, oh, somebody else should have did that because she's too shy, you know. I heard them, they didn't say shy, but it was like, somebody should have said that or whatever, you know. And so I um, I told my, uh, my, I think I told my brother about it. He was like, oh, you got this, he said. And he looked at the other people and said, no, you can do it. You just go up there. You don't be shy. Look in the back of the back of the uh, to the church. Of course, it was a church thing. And he said, "You can do it. Just do it. Just do it." And, and then put your whole heart in it because you have every right to do the part than anybody else, and you can do it. So it's best to just show them instead of you know worry about who's the most popular. Because I never tried to be popular. I wanted to just be just myself. You know, I never I never went out the the fame or anything but people liked me because I was genuine I remember the school I went to uh, after a couple of years being there they nominated me for the queen and I'm like what me I'm, I'm, I've been here long but they my kindness so I got like second place hmm. after you know only a couple of years whereas people's been there like 13 years or whatever that won or whatever but it just shows you that if you're kind you treat people the way that you want to be treated it will be recognized, and you will, it will come back to you. Uh, now, that's the thing that's been a constant. So, what you're saying is karma is real. Well, you can call it karma. You can call it golden rule, but it really does. I tell you what, I have such a light spirit, and the reason why I have a light spirit is because I don't put bad things in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, excellent things come back to me. It's like if I give uh, 10 things... A hundred things come back to me that are great. And so that's been the true testament of my life. You know, so I'm a very grateful person. I'm happy that you're able to teach me this, you know? Like, and also, I apologize for trying to pry or try to find something. Like, in my last episode, I was talking about duality, saying, like, oh, 
there's no such thing as completely good and like a thousand percent good and a thousand percent bad you know it has to have there's like you can't have all sunshines and you can't have all rainstorms but i realized that it is really good to reflect on the good more as so not reflecting on the bad so thank you for teaching me that well one thing about it it's like in my life i've learned that it's you know we're so fortunate we are so fortunate and people would wish to have the life that we have even though you know like the people that's especially the people in america even if you think, oh, I have it really bad, I can't pay my phone bill, I can't do You have so many people that can't even have clean water that die because they have dirty water. So, I mean, we're so fortunate, but we have to really concentrate on the good stuff. And we really have to be thankful because um, any bad day can come, but in order to get to the good day, you've got to appreciate the bad day and say, this is something I've learned from. This is something, well, it doesn't feel good, but it was necessary. You have to go through the bad days to get to the good days. And really, quite frankly, there's really no bad days. Because it's all a matter of perspective. It's all a matter of how you view that day. Because guess what? You're still breathing. That's one thing that if you take it from that spot and everything everything after that is like gravy, you're still breathing. So that's a good day. Wow, that was a really good mic drop right there. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> okay, well, I want to ask, um, uh, I don't know, what's, what's something random you feel comfortable talking about? Good things, things that motivate me, things that are positive, because I'm telling you, and learning, I, I, I never cease to learn. I always want to learn. Like I, I like watching documentaries about foreign countries, about animals, about the ocean, about things that, that bring life into this world. Because um, I never want to stay stagnated. And I never want to be a person that only views things from my past experiences. I want to learn about other people's experiences, nature, just everything. So that when the situation comes where that may be helpful for me to I can, I can look at it from a different point of view not just my little you know small town upbringing or whatever like that <laughs> yeah. so I mean but in a way but I'm so glad I was raised that way though because it taught me to value your own self make your own opinion and don't let anybody tell you who you are you know you have to you have to have that in you and, you, and like I said my family was really good about we held each other accountable and that's the problem with the world today you know if you got a loved one or someone that's going astray now we can't preach to them or whatever like that the best thing to do is especially in the formative years of people that you're really close to and they're talking to you about things that you know is not right the best thing to do is you know you say you know what that's not right and I hope you learn to do something better about that because the problem with people that go too far is they have no one holding them accountable. And sometimes, it's not that they don't have people holding them accountable, it's that they don't choose to listen. So you do your best and try to enlighten people about, hey, you know, that's not right. And let's, I want you to rethink about that. You know, and then you give them an option of, uh, in their quiet time, thinking about it, instead of hounding them. See, when you hound them, and when you come down on them, you push them farther away. 
But when you say that, you know, I just think you, you know, I really care about you. I think you ought to just rethink about it in quiet time or just think about that. Whoever's leading you, well, we always say, we always say consider the source. Because sometimes people will bring things to you and it's not for your good, it's for your detriment. But you have to be able to figure out the difference. And sometimes when you're so innocent, you don't know. You, you need to be around somebody and let them know what someone else says to you. Never keep things a secret that somebody else tells you to keep secret. Unless it's really to the, you know, like to, for their privacy or whatever like that. I mean, if people bring ideas or, or things to you that you know, oh, I'm not really sure about that. Share it with somebody. It's somebody to trust. And that way you can bounce it off and see if it sounds a little wrong. Because I found out that how people get in a really bad space is that they keep a uh, little bit at a time listening to negativity or things that's not right. Then all of a sudden they get so far and they don't realize how they got there. One thing, they probably didn't share it with someone that would hold them accountable. And then they only listen to one source. You can't be like that. That's why you have to research and learn for yourself. And then when someone brings you, you something, you have to consider the source. And what is now is what is this here for me? Is this here to teach me, or is this here to something to bring me down? Because eventually, we all, quite frankly, have to be um, we have to be accountable for ourselves. You know what I mean? We have to whatever action you do, you're the one that's gonna have to pay for it. No, it, I don't care who told you to do it. You don't have to pay for it. So you got to really think about that. Say, wait a minute. Like if somebody I've been around friends, especially people of a particular age, when they you know they hear stuff on the news or things that's going on in the world, they get so caught up in it, their blood pressure start going up. And they say, I said, wait a minute, think about this. Think about this. Now, how is that affecting you? Now, this person, okay, they may be wrong. You may not agree with their opinion, but now you're ruining your health. You're shortening your days because someone else, you allow someone else's action or thoughts to get you to a place where it's just not good for you. So you have to kind of balance things out. Mm-hmm. You have to, don't take everything to heart. And even if it's something that's, of course you you want to, uh, if it's something immediately that you can't really do anything about, just don't take it deep in yourself. Just let it kind of hear it. Even if you have to say a kind word or a prayer to yourself or you know, praying about it, so, okay, I hope this gets better or whatever like that, then you got to leave that there. And never, ever get to the point where you listen to just one thing way too much. You have to get a ride to see. You have to open your mind to see, you know what? I was raised this way. Maybe I was raised on this side of the table. But what does the other side look like? Why weren't they raised that way? They believe that. So maybe, you know, I should be an independent thinker for myself. And then you may come up with the same, you may come up with the same, um, your original place, but at least you have considered someone else's opinion. You have considered why they think that way, why they feel that way. And sometimes meeting in the middle comes from that. And sometimes you realize, you know what? Now you are right about that thing and I'm right about this thing. So we can agree to be, to, you know, disagree, but I can learn from you and maybe you can learn from me. But if we just, you know, have evil in our, well, not evil, but if we just have malice in our heart for other people, that are not like us or don't think like us or whatever like that, then we're not open to true reconciliation or true change. Because true change comes from seeing a person that you don't even think would be kind to you and, and just smiling at them or saying hi or just listen to what they have to say or just, you know, just give them, you know, like a lot of times instead of 
things has changed so much, you may not be able to do the things you want to do. It's just a, a just a, a nice, calm look. Hmm. Sometimes we don't realize how we're giving off the wrong impression by just, you know, staring at a person. And all they need is a, um, a kind, just a kind uh, gesture. Especially if you're um, people that you work with, people that you meet um, in restaurants or stuff like that. You don't go up to them or anything like that. But you just, you know, look at them and just look away. You always be kind in your, in your eyes. That's a big part of it. Because you can see when a person is piercing at you. When they're just, yeah, just looking at you with a calm, nice demeanor. Saying that, hmm, you're, you're normal just like I am. Not, you know, hmm, that's a big thing. And like I, I know what uh, you were telling me one time, I, I know one, one thing when I was leaving out of my apartment when we were uh, downtown Miami, and I saw this person, you could tell it's very, very shy by the way they were dressed. It probably was their first time dressing like that. And they had, I don't know why they chose me, but they had um, their two uh, people with them that supported them and, 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 and said, what do you think about how they look? I said, this person looks fabulous. I did my best to build them up, and I said, I just think you're gorgeous. I just want you to know that. Wow. And uh, that just made, I know that made that person's day, because I could see the hesitant, hesitation, especially a person of my age. A lot of people, when they get to the age that I am, they forget that they used to be young. They forget that they used to be the one out there dancing and doing all <laughs> the things, because I know I used to dance all the time. I still dance. I love it. But it's just that sometimes when people get to a certain age, even they, they um, interests are different, mm-hmm. so they forget that when they were in their teens or in their twenties, they used to like to go out late and come home early. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> Whereas now, you know, we we go out early and come home early. Yeah. You know, at my age, but it's just that. So I, I it's it's a it's a balancing. Can I have this, some chocolate? That's not a doubt. Maybe one. Because okay. <laughs> I, I know that box that I had before y'all ate it. Didn't leave me but one. I'm sorry. Please continue. All right. Oh, I digress. Anyway, back to what we we're talking about. So it's just so much you can. Uh, it was a thing saying that you learn what you really need in, in grade school. I mean, in element, you know, preschool. But what it was saying is that if we just treat people, and then the ones, like I said, the most important thing though, is the ones that I've, I've seen people that come to me, and they really are kind of searching for their way. And they'll bring up stuff just to see if I'm going to say anything negative. And I don't. And I said, well, it's, it's unfortunate that people act like that. I see you never know in a situation they're raised in. You know, you, you don't just, just because someone else has a negative opinion about something or searching for something, it, it, it's better when you pull yourself away from what you um, traditionally may think and just realize, hey, this person's really trying to find their way. And I don't want to leave them wrong. See, that's what the problem is. A lot of times I remember sitting on a, I was on a uh, metro mover. And this man, and I, I could tell he probably wasn't from Miami. He had a very Midwestern look to him. And there was an older lady standing there. As you know, the metro mover only had a few seats. And he had this, this, this stern, he was sitting in the seat and he had his young son sitting with him. And he had this, if you say anything to me, you know, you know, he was almost turning colors. He was so he like it was just in his own little world. And this older lady was standing right there. 
and he didn't get up and give her a seat or anything like that. And his kid was literally a kid. I don't know if they were just tired or whatever his situation was, but a lot of times we don't realize that when we do things like that, when we're not teaching our kids to be courteous, to be kind, especially to older people that's been through a very long time and been through a lot, that we're doing it to ourselves. Because one day, if we keep living, my grandmother used to say, if we keep on waking up in the morning, you'll be that older person. And you'll need somebody to get up and show, give you the seat. But, you know, um, you should always treat people the way you, not just you want to be treated, like I said before, but that should be treated. It should be treated with, with the uh, kindness, just like you would treat your grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to see yourself in others, too. Got to see yourself in others. Because more than anything, we're human beings. That's the one thing that we all have in common. Human beings. Yeah. There's a saying that um, you've lived every life if you believe in reincarnation. But you've lived every life and it's every person. Like every person is you at one point. You've been everyone. So that's how you have to live with unconditional love and just love everyone. So yeah, it's the same. Well, in a way, it's the same. But this is the thing. I, to me, it doesn't require me to have lived that life, to have to have been who you are, to mm-hmm. to uh, have compassion for you, to understand that you are a human being, and you know, no matter what what upbringing you had, no matter what part of the world that you come from, you you were born of a person, and one day we're all gonna leave here. So in between is what we do at that time. It's like. I don't have to live your life to respect your life. Mm. See, that's the thing. See, I think it's kind of narcissistic, narcissistic when people, you know, not you, oh. people, <laughs> not you, my love. When people only can love people that's just like them. Oh. So that is, if you notice some people, they only like a certain type of people. You have to be this attractive. You have to be this type of person. And those are the people I'm going to gravitate to. I'm going to treat them well. And you know, I'm going to have them in my circle. And that's the only people I'm having in my circle. The people that I think deserve to be in my circle because they're a lot like me. If you surround yourself with only people just like you, you're a very narcissistic person. Meaning that only you is what's valuable. Mm-hmm. She just clicked a light bulb in my brain for that. So that's not the way to be. I mean, I think, I can't say it's not the way to be, but I can say that it's not the enlightened way to be. Mm -hmm. You have to, it's good when you can really see another person, really see them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and like I said, sometimes it's just a kind expression. It's not even a hello, but you see it with your eyes. You say it with you, because there's so many non-verbal cues we give people when we walk into, they walk into the room. <laughs> That's the thing, just, you know, and you have a good life. And every day, remember, even on your worst day, and I've had some worst days, they still were a good day, because I'm here. I was here to get through it, and it, and it got me to this day. That was beautiful, Mom. Thank you, my dear. See, sometimes maybe you should talk to your mom. Oh, oh no, 
you're gonna make my viewers think I'm a bad daughter. Oh no 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 no! I know that it's just set. It's no, it's you just set the stage I used to be at, and these that's why I, that's why I'm so humble because I used to be you know that kid talk. Well, I don't know how much talking back I did, but I know I used to. <laughs> Think I ain't supposed to, you know, do what my parents say. Like I didn't, I didn't supposed to wash the dishes. Someone else supposed to do it, you know. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't supposed to do this. Someone else supposed to do, it, you know. I used to be like that too. That's part of immaturity. You grow up and you, you you're some not only for yourself, but for your action and for your environment. Mm. I used to, I used to be like that, but I had to grow up. Yeah. And my family didn't, they let, they didn't let me stay there. They hold me very accountable. So, so it's good to hold each other. Um, Mr. Red is trying to say something. What would you like to say, Bubba? <laughs> He's reacting to the telephone. Oh. <laughs> My sister's phone is But yeah, like, also, one thing I want to say, Mom, is... I don't think I've ever said this to you yet, so... I wanted to say thank you for... Hyping me up when I was a kid, especially when I didn't see it for myself. You know, actually, no, we've had had this conversation before, but really? But yeah, I wanted to say thank you for like telling or keeping that in my head when I was younger because, again, you know, you know for a fact the turmoil I went through. I low key do feel like it was self inflicted, but at the time, like, I just wasn't evolved yet. Like, I really... And I was absorbing other people's a negative energy. That's what it was. Because, like, I was just allowing people to just dog me. Just be like, you ain't nothing. Rah! And I used to be like, okay. But I just want to say thank you for, like, telling me, oh, Grace, you're... <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'm not going to oh. remove... Oh, no, okay. it's okay. Because I did You it. are amazing. No, it's fine, because you know what? You guys know my real name, so it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, like, I just want to say thank you, because, like, I needed that. Like, even when, during the time, I would just be like, oh, my God, Mom, no. Like, what are you talking about? Like, thank you, because, like, at least I knew you cared. And the thing is, like, I was so obsessed with seeking validation from outside because I never received it. Because I received so much validation from, like, inside from my family. Like, oh Back my god. Room, I'm happy. Um, I'm sorry, guys. There was a few technical difficulties my younger sister called. But we're back. <laughs> but yeah, what I was saying was, Mom, really thank you for hyping me up and like at least telling me the things I needed to hear even though I didn't like truly digest it or believe it for myself and like honestly I really should have listened to you especially with certain people in my life that I were friends with my viewers already know what happened like I just want to say thanks for like even like being like grace this is going on but like you know me being hard-headed and me just because i believe in people so much you know like it's hard for me to think that somebody wants something bad like they want to hurt me like i always think you know what they're telling the truth like that's not like it's warranted because at the time i did have a little self-esteem like you know i always it's hard for me to think people can be bad like now I can I can be like okay there are bad people but it was very hard for me to understand that 
things people were saying were not right. You get me? And you know why? Because you had been loved so much and you've been cared for and you've been from a good place. So you thought everybody's coming from a good place, but that's not true. So it has a lot to do with your innocence. And so don't, um, you know, be so hard on yourself. Everybody has to learn their own lessons. And no matter how their parents try to tell them, you just had to evolve. You had to grow. You had to, you know, so it's a part of the process, my dear. Even me, you know, I had to grow. I told you, I used to be a teenager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that didn't want to, you know, do whatever, you know. And uh, I'm, in, I'm in my head all the time. I'm living this life in my head that, of course, I wasn't living. But, you know, in my life, going I'm going, well, yeah. no, I, no, it's not that. It's just that. I had to grow up. Mm-hmm. I had to, you know, I had to be, get to be an adult. So that's why I was telling you, it's a process. So don't, don't um, beat up on yourself because you had to learn the process just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it wouldn't be right if I didn't learn. <laughs> yeah. And the good thing about it is it really shows your true nature when, because you come with coming from a good place, you thought everybody else were. And a lot of people are just the opposite. They come from such hurt and such pain that they believe everybody's negative and everybody's wrong. So it, it has a lot to do with your, your your security blanket that you raise around people that love you. So um, so like I said, it's it's a it's a process, and and no matter what the people that were and this is how I, I emulate when it comes to people that were always uh, around the negativity and the hate you know, or different things like that. You know, when you exemplify, when you show kindness and love, it's very foreign to them because they're used to people doing them wrong or lying or not being the people of their word. And just like it's a process for you that has been always been around people that lift you up and say positive things, they have to release their baggage from the past and say, wow, this person is consistently being this way. Even though I'm lying on them, cheating on them, I'm I'm doing and saying awful things and doing awful things behind their back, they still care about me. And so what happens when I've seen this happen? I saw a person that was completely hard as the street. I mean, live the street life that you see on TV that I don't know anything about, of course. And so after just keep consistently showing them kindness and love and gentleness, it all changed one day. And you know when it really changed, I think, is when, you know, I knew a lot of really bad things about them. But when the people convened around, it never came out of my mouth. Hmm. And the reason why is because even though, even if that person is lying on me or cheating, you know, doing stuff like that, that shows their character. How I respond shows mine. Hmm. So I decided that, you know, even though they're doing that, I, 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 I can't do it. It's just not in me to do that. And I've learned that that's not the way. So I just kept loving on that person, even sometimes from a distance. Because when people are hurting you, you can't just go and put your arms around them because you're hurting. You know, you know, but you still have to maintain your dignity and say, you know what? They just have to get there. If they do, fine. If they're not, fine. I'm just not going to suit to their love. I just can't do it. That's just not me. And then after a while, just like you had to learn that people were bad, they have to learn that people are good too. And that's when you—that's when true change happens. 
That's why you see people like after a certain amount of years, they'll tell you. And I've I have had them, and God is my witness. And there's some people here on earth are my witness. They've come to me and said, you know what? I'm so sorry. I was so mean to you. No matter how kind you were to me. And it hurts too, because we just because we're, you know, people that, that love the Lord and, and that I I believe that God has called on my life. And I'm gonna tell you what he told me when in my spirit name, when I felt when God called me into the ministry, all he said, this is, he didn't say go out there, preach, teach, or whatever. He said, love my people. And I said, I can do that. That's <laughs> yes. exactly what I can do that. Yeah. So that's my thing was just love my people. So, um, you know, it hurts when, 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 when you've been wronged and when you, you go to get something and everybody gets a good play and you get to the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, well, they're not being nice to me. But I'm still gonna keep doing what I'm doing to keep my. I can't let them be my focus. Mm-hmm. I gotta keep my focus being my focus. And then and I had a lady tell me. She said, "I'm so sorry what I did to you." She said, "You are really, you're, you're a really nice person." And I'm, I'm done with my evil ways. And you know what she told me? She said, "I, I, 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 I almost died." Matter of fact, she wow. said she did. And she said, and she said, now that she's back, she's never, she's, she's, you know, getting her life back right with God. Different people change. That's beautiful. But uh, it took a life. See, some people, like I said, it, some people, now you see the two, two people, I'm talking two different people. One person is just constantly staying the same person with them. Mm. Changed them. And their hearts, their hearts softened and they became more, uh, you know, a, a gentle person. And the other person, it took literally God uh, taking them away from here and then coming back for them to change. So I'll just, you know, just be who you are authentically and, and never let anyone else change you. There'll be times when you'll be talked about because you're different, because you want to be who you are instead of who they want you to be, but that doesn't matter because in the end, we got to be accountable for ourselves. If you believe one day you'll meet your maker, you said, well, I have to be accountable for what I did. No, I wasn't perfect. No, I had lessons to learn, and I made a lot of mistakes along the way. But I, I did have the goodness, the, the, the God uh, humbleness in me to ask forgiveness and to do better today than what I didn't do yesterday. So it's a lot of things that you have to learn in life. But I'm telling you, um, it's an amazing life. Every day is like opening a present. You know, like that's why they call it a present. For but every day it's like, it's like what? wonders am I going to see today you know that's why I love the ocean so much and beauty all around me because I love beautiful things I love the ocean I love things that are light and beautiful because I love to see nature animals you know things uh, green grass beautiful flowers you know children puppies kittens things that are <laughs> things that are light yeah. because light attracts light and it, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel I'm at home when I'm in those kind of places. But um, even on those dark days, you had to go through and say, okay, I may not see the light, but I can vision the light. Mm-hmm. And that vision inside, your, inside of you say, you know what? It may be completely dark out here, but I see a light. Mm-hmm. It may not be physical. I talked about that time when I had to go a whole three or four days and I, and I couldn't open my eyes, you know, just to yeah. get another ice pack. It was so strange during that time. I mean, I, I couldn't, you know, I had my eyes closed for like three days. But during that time, I saw everything. 
in my, because I could recall memories of, you know, like all the beautiful things I've seen. And those were the things that kept replaying in my head. Conversations with you, conversations with you all when you were little, with the, your siblings, you know, with my family, you know, with my loved ones that's, that's gone on to be with the Lord, things like that. I saw so many beautiful conversations, so many beautiful things, like this nature stuff I watch, um, under the ocean, all of those just things that really helped me to stay in a place of peace. And then, and, and, and there's people, you know, they'll get on the, they're going to talk about negative stuff, and I just had to, my cue words for me is peace be still. So, you know, I don't care what kind of uproar, let's, let's like to say, if, if there's a whole hurricane, if there's something going on around you, like a tornado, anything, you know, I don't mean physical, I mean anything turmoil going all around you, you can still be at your perfect place of peace. Because you let no one change your, your, your place of peace, no matter what they're doing. No matter, I don't care, they can be way up high yelling and screaming to you until your old self may have yelled and screamed back at them. That's that first level. Yeah. But see, as you mature and as you grow, you learn, you get to that place where you say, you know what, they're up here, but I'm going to stay here. Mm. I'm going to stay in my, my place of peace. So when you talk to me, and if, you know, you may be yelling, but I'm going to talk to you calm because that's who I am. That was really insightful, and when you said that's why they call the present a present, which is so funny, because I literally today I saw this um, I saw this TikTok, mm-hmm. and it was talking about like that literal literal same quote, and I was just like, wow, that's beautiful. And every day you get to open up your present. Yeah. Wow. So what? And then you know what? I, I think today, I think you even days when I don't feel well or whatever like that. I always need to mess up. It'll always be worse. Mm, yeah. Because I'm still breathing. <laughs> yeah. I think um, one thing I'm working on is just accepting that um, the people who have heard me are not evolved yet. And that I won't get that apology now. And I don't need it. You know what I mean? Actually, if they ever apologize, that's actually for them. Yeah. Because your thing is, like I said, about that perfect place of peace where you say, you know what? Now, yeah, they hurt me, the things they said. Yeah, I would like them to, to, to say, ooh, you're a wonderful person. But see, I don't need it because my place of peace is within me. Mm. And if my place of peace is within me, it, the outside world doesn't really control that. Now, does it feel good? No. People do. <laughs> would you wish that they would be in a place of enlightenment or, yes. or kindness or whatever? But like I said, they have to deal with all of their baggage and all the things. Because it's, it's a shame when adults teach children to be evil, to be like that. But, you know, but when we get to be adults, we have to clean up our own mess. Yeah. Whatever past we had, no matter what parents we had, no matter what upbringing we had, we have to be in control of our own lives. So we have to clean up our own closets. We have to go back and say, you know what? This is what our environment I was in. But what am I going to do today? Am I going to bring all that trash into my beautiful present of today? Or am I going to enlighten myself and learn what I didn't learn? Just to see what some, you know, somebody else is thinking. Some, you know, or, or try something that's different than what I already know. And see how that works. How do you stop thinking of it like the bad, the 
all the things that's happened. You know why? Um, when you surround yourself with things, when you are so busy trying to, we had a saying growing up, I got a full-time job taking care of my own business. That means, you know, I have no other time for what other people, are, their little thoughts or whatever. So, my self-care, my self-evolving, my self-happiness and all those things, if I'm concentrating on them, like, okay, how can I make me a better person today? If it's just learning about the ocean, if it's just learning about other languages, if it's learning about other cultures, so that when other people come to me and they will in your life, this is how I receive them because I know a little bit more about them. See, ignorance is a reason why so many people, they take one thing and go to the top with it. They don't, you know, they don't care to learn about anything about anybody else because you, your own little world is, is, like I said, it's very narcissistic. Narcissistic. When you, only you and your thoughts and people like you, that look like you, that think like you, that, that are your definition of what you say is beautiful are in my world. That's very narcissistic. But if you move yourself out the way for a moment and say, what is this really about? What is this life really is about? And my, my goal in life is not only I, I want to love and be loved. I want to, you know, give out the love that I want, receive the love that I get. And, and in the meantime, even if I'm not receiving any, by me, you know, just generating that person that I am, each time it's making me a better person because each time you learn something more each time you become more enlightened you are more familiar with the next person that you're going to meet because now when a person is saying Benyaka come here when another person is saying what other language when another person is saying Kanishiwa when another person is saying whatever you know like Sasa Tit you know what they mean because not that you have to learn a language but you have to be open it's good to be open nobody has to do anything of course not but it's good to be open to others of course yeah also thank you for teaching me that at a really young age oh yeah you were very you, you took that thing and ran with it you and Evelyn quite frankly she uh, she got um, accommodation juice in high school because she was so multicultural she could talk to anybody and they recognized her for that and put her upon a, a part of the council. Wow. And I didn't know that. Yeah, because she... And the same thing with you. You were very um, multicultural. You, and it's not just about what's on the outside that's different, but, you know, just being the best version of yourself you can be. And it's and, and, and sometimes you feel so sorry hey, for... puppies. He, no, he just don't want her to come over here. <laughs> Sometimes you feel so sorry for the ones that, you know, they said, if you set a standard saying that everybody that has all this designer stuff on, they are more valuable than someone that's clean but is, and dressed well, but no labels, then that means that you're only, you know, that's, that's how you see it. doesn't mean that this person had any more value than the other person. So when that's all you emulate, then that means that that's all that's important to you. So you just have to have that understanding that it's not just about that. It's about caring about a person and then sometimes, and then sharing. Sharing what you have with others. You know how we used to do it. Yeah. You know, take care of people, um, give out you know, all the ministry we did all the years, helping others. And, um, 
providing for people who didn't have it. Even though one day, I'm sure the days when I didn't have it growing up, you know, not growing up, but as a young adult, yeah. trying to find your way, there'll be days when you say, oh my God, I, I, I got to pay this bill, not that bill, you know. And those, those are days like that, but you learn from them. You learn from them, and it's easier to understand a person when they're going through it. So you can be, you can share what you have with them. Um, one question I have is, I don't know if this is narcissistic to ask, but like, have I evolved? Oh God, you're so much, yes. I've noticed that since you moved back. I was like, oh my God, you're so different. <laughs> really? <laughs> you, used to, you used to never say thank you. You used to never, I mean, I, I, I know I'm mom, so that's different. Not so I, you know, but you never used to say thank you to me or kind of acknowledge me sometimes. You know? Really? But now you're a lot better. I think what it is is by you moving on your own and you having to pay those bills. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because you always you you would spend your money on it. Well, that's just I did the same thing on just what you want. You know, that's a part of being clothes for raves. Well, <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh my God, hundreds dollars on dollars and people that. Didn't and, care. And yeah. I, no, it's not about that. It's just that you had to evolve. Yeah. You did nothing no different than all of us have to. So, but I'm just saying, I can see the growth in you now. Thanks. And I can see you even bring me stuff sometime. I'm like, wow, she's so much better. But just think, like I said, if you saw the 15 or 19-year-old me, you probably say, she's not the mom I have. <laughs> That's because I had to grow. Okay. And people were patient with me. But they didn't let me get away with it either. <laughs> they called me out on it, my family. They're like, okay, you you're, being a little, you're being a little selfish right now. Yeah. Yeah, then we had a song like, a, you even act as though you were, like among my siblings that I was in the same group with, age group. If one person did something and they, the other person act jealous, they'd start singing jealousy, jealousy music. just because someone may have a facial beauty that you don't have in a certain way. We all are beautiful if we can see it. You gotta see your beauty. I know. And I learned it's to see hard. my beauty. I learned to see my beauty. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Because you know like if you're around a lot of people and everybody just said that hair is different from yours and everybody's pointing out oh your hair is this way. You have to say you know what I love my curls. I love my texture. I love my whatever. Yeah. I love my complexion. It's beautiful. But it, it is a journey because we all, when we first, we want to simulate what we think is beautiful, but then we have to open our eyes to what's really beautiful. That's that spirit that's inside of us that I used to tell y'all when you were little, all of y'all, you have to be beautiful on the inside first, and then it comes out. And I remember Ellen told me, she said, Mom, when you used to tell me, and I used to think you thought I wasn't pretty. I said, no, my dear. It's not that. She said, I wanted you to be beautiful from the inside out. Because I know if I kept telling you, you have to be pretty on the inside first. And, and, and you know, people have told me, so she's a really kind kid. A person, an adult now, very loving and kind. Same thing with you. And I said, well, I said, I taught them very young to be. It's not just what the outside is. Of course, we like to look our best and be our best. But it's that inner person. Because I've seen some people, like you grow up, when you first see them on the outside, 
you're attracted to them. You go around, ooh, they're so cute. And then you hear their conversation. You're like, oh, my God. I can't wait to get away from around those people. (laughs) So that shows you that true beauty, true beauty comes from the inside. And I, like, as some singers that I, like this one singer I love, you know the singer I love now. <laughs> on the outside, it may not be very beautiful on the outside, but oh, his voice is so beautiful and it just makes me feel so good. And he's my favorite singer right now mm-hmm. because I love his voice. <laughs> and so, um, that's what I'm saying. It, death comes from within, though. Yeah. So, um, you just have to, you learn that that inner beauty is just, and I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. I've been around some women, like when you're in a circle, and then the guys, or people getting to know you, they really know you. And you said to yourself, why did they choose me? Because this person has this outside beauty, you know, they're just, you know, they could be on a model's thing. But then I found out what people really want is when you're around them, they want to feel cared for. They want to feel like they matter. They want to feel like um, you treat them like a human being. Because first, before you fall in love with a person, you got to first just treat a person like a person. Because it's, it's like, when you're in love with a person, it's all those things that they check off in your list, in your mental list. Oh, they're kind to me. Mm. They care about what I say. Mm. They listen to me. They, they, they're concerned if I don't feel well. They're concerned if someone's bothering me. They're concerned, how was your day? Those type of things really shows the beauty. And you'll see that people are going to gravitate towards that person that makes them feel good than just somebody that just just want on their shoulder, on their arm. Because after a while, just think, if you're with a person, if you're a person of means, and you're sitting there with the person, you have all kind of credit cards. You have all kind of, you know, you have money on you. You have whatever it is expensive that you have at your disposal. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be, would you leave your wallet on the table with a person that's beautiful in the face, but you didn't trust that would look after you, you know? You wouldn't do that, would you? So, that shows you that it's not about just the outside at all, really. It's about the comfort that you give them, that the, the, the level of security that you give them by letting them understand that, hey, you're a person I'm going to respect and care for you, treat you with all the, the love that I can, and I really do love to have that back in return. So some people that have never been kind and gentle and loving with a person, they'll be kind, gentle, and loving with you because you first treat them that way. You mirror to them how you want them to treat you. Light bulb. Yeah, you mirror to them how you want them to treat you. Let's say, like when you like when you come in the room, I say, hey, how are you? How was your day? Tell me about it. Yeah. And about if you just, you know, you, you tell me about something that happened last week, and then next this week we're talking about something, and I bring up to you, you know what? I saw this the other day and it reminded me of you. It may not cost anything. And I got this for you because I know it should make, you know, I thought about you. Mm-hmm. And this idea that you that I thought about you, doesn't matter what that thing is. Mm-hmm. That person after a while, they're like, wow, this person is, 
just given to me when I know they not they not even been positioned to do it. But they care about me. You know what I mean? So that is gonna build a level of trust and understanding that a pretty face that if you just lay your wallet down, you, you can't lay your wallet down on it. I've met people and God is my witness. I met people that, you know, they got to know my heart, they got to see you know, the person that I am, the, my calm demeanor, and how what I really value. So that's it, what I really value. And they'll say, you know what? I've not known you very long, but I can just leave my wallet there. And I just feel like you, you just, you know, I can trust you. And that's because you can. Because I, I, your, my relationship with you is more important than any kind of temporary you know those people and I feel sorry for them that's always want to take from others that's because they've been taught that way or that's that's how they they do it but if they only will pull back get in their quiet place and find out what's really important see what you do when a person the fact that you pray for them but you don't let them be your you know spinning ball you know get all your attention because your job is to still stay the person that you are and, and, and like I said even mirror to them and later on in life, I've had people, I'm telling them, come back and say, hey, I remember, you know, you were kind to me, and I know I was nasty to you. But later in life, they they emulated me. And that's a, that's a, that's a very good um, compliment when somebody wanted to be like you. And they tell you later on. And, and you know, so you got to, the things that matter, matter, and the things that don't matter, don't matter. It doesn't matter what they have on, what they really look like, it matters how they treat you, how you treat them, how you feel when you're around them. We always remember how a person makes us feel. Do they get excited when you walk in the room? Why are you making me sad? <laughs> no. Make you sad? No, like, what I was going to add was, like, what if I do that, though? Like, you've seen the way I treat my friends or people I really, truly adore and love, and I don't receive that back. You know what? Let me tell you like this. Sometimes you have to leave people alone with their thoughts. Sometimes you have to leave them to the point where they can evolve. And quite frankly, they'll never evolve as long as you keep uh, allowing them to not respect you and treat you well. Because as long as you're enabling them in a way, it's like, okay, I can mirror to you what not Oh my God. In my life, I've, you know, I've had situations where I truly love those people. I mean, I love them with everything. They didn't treat me well. The best thing I could do for them is leave them alone, go go on with my life. And now they may spend the rest of their life, this is God's witness, wanting me back in their life, but I can't give them that because they, they chose not to evolve. So it's just like if you want to stay a seed, you got to stay a seed. I'm flower. I'm going to hang out with the other flowers. <laughs> Period. Okay, just because that's what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. So stay a seed, and maybe you'll be a bud one day. I hope you do get to the point where you do become a flower. But I'm not, I, I just can't hang out with the seeds because they're not stable. You know what I mean? This is a metaphor, but I'm just no, simply but saying. But yeah, I get it. so the best thing you can do for them, people that are not there yet, and they're still, no matter how you love, 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 is to leave their life so that they can then reflect. They can say, you know what? No one treated me as nice as this person treated me. So I wish to have them back. But then you was like, I'm sorry, you're in my rear. Because, you know, I, I, 
God is my witness. I've never had a relationship. Whereas I wanted to go back and they didn't want me. You know what I mean? But I ain't gonna say it like that. I'm not gonna say it like that. I'm not gonna say it like that because you're gonna we're gonna have crushes and things like that. We're gonna have ideas of people that they're not. And then we got to deal with the reality of that they're not who I thought they were. That's just a learning lesson. But I'm just saying real relationships where I, I did all the things that I was supposed to do and I and I decided to leave that situation alone. That was for me. And and like I said, those people that wasn't involved, they can spend the rest of their life wishing I was back there. But see, I can't go back there because then I'm not growing. Mm-hmm. I, I got to grow. So maybe even when you when I was with you, I, you may have been a seed and I may have been a spud. I may not even been a flower yet. But I was I was in the process of evolving. You know what I mean? And I knew that I I had to keep walking, I keep on my journey in order to get to where I want to be. So I had to leave that situation alone. So that's what you have to do with people. As much as you love them, they got to love themselves enough to, to want to evolve. And if they don't, dust knock the dust off your feet and just keep going. Yeah. Thank you for telling me this. Like, I'm just really excited for, like, what the future holds for me. That's what we should be. You know, like, I'm excited because, like, I can... One thing I am proud of, like, this is a... Like, y'all talk about it in my podcast, but throughout my daily life, I don't think about what has happened. I only talk about it as in, like, I'm growing from it, and I have all these people blocked from my life. Like, I don't see them at all. Like, these people are in my rearview mirror. I just talk about them for context. And it's just, like now i'm truly okay and happy like yes it hurts a little to think about that but it's just like it's a dull pain it's not an open wound there you anymore go. And you keep on going it won't hurt yeah all. and i'm using my music to heal yeah, you would know that <laughs> also what do you think about my music so far i really do think that you are an artist i don't know if you are a musician a singer i think that you have an artistic side of you because I remember when you said draw on your books and things like that. I think you have a creative side of you. I'm not sure that you're a singer. I support you in your singing. But I know, and you are a good singer. You're a good singer. But I'm just simply saying, I know you as an artist. So I know you as being very creative no matter what area. So I think, yeah, I think you'll be good at singing. I think you'll be good at art. I think you'll be good at whatever it is that that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Whether it's uh, singing, artist, or inventing something that hasn't been invented yet. Mm-hmm. So you, you keep your mind open to solving problems that it may be a little small problem, solving a problem and capitalizing on that. And not only do you make other people's lives better, you make your life better. And then, in the process, you, you get what you're going to need is a secure financial future. Like, that's the thing. I don't want to make music for money. I want to have a platform and become quote unquote famous so I can help other people, which is kind of funny because other people are like, I want clout so I can be about it. But like, I just want to be able to, one, of course, work with people who inspired me throughout all my childhood and life. Just be like, oh my God, ah! But like, I just want other people who 
had that like weird childhood you know like they didn't love themselves growing up but now they're truly like in love with being themselves and being like hey it's okay for you to go through that like I went through that and like here's my story music that people can relate to and that's what I do with my art too and that's what I'm doing with my comic that's what like my, my mom knows for a fact that my brain can't stay on one task for too long like I Yes, I'm a multifaceted, like, I have so many ideas, like, I do everything because I want to be able to put my, my fingerprint out there, not fingerprint, but I want to put my stamp out there so people are, like, just, okay, this is for all of the other quote-unquote misfits or people who, well, not even misfits, because I'm not really misfits, and I know exactly what you mean, people that don't conform to to the, the, the standards that has been put before them in the past. Yes. That's a better way to say it because no one is really a misfit out there. All right. They're Thank just, you. They just need to understand their contribution to this world because, you know, I, I love to see those people that, and you know what, um, um, you know what, my dear, let me tell you this. It's good to be famous, but it's, it's better to be effective. Because there's so many people that have been effective. They're not famous, but their inventions change our lives every day. And their um, philanthropy in, in, uh, really impacts our lives. So fame is a double-edged sword. Because if you put yourself out there and you're doing a wonderful job, now you have the opinion of a million people and you never can ever Ooh. never you, you can't have a million uh, satisfy a million people because you're going to have a million different personalities out there so fame is something that has that should be people that do well with fame are people that's already grounded already know who they are already in their little bubble where no one can really hurt them and that's a that's a a very enlightened place to be a very secure place to be that is a very um, so it, it takes a, a, a truly e- evolved person to be there and stay. So I'll evolve. I, I feel like I'll evolve soon. <laughs> like you, you are evolving, my dear. I, it's not that. It's just. I I wish you could understand that what I'm trying to say is that it's nothing wrong with being famous, but being effective being effective meaning that you know maybe the best things that are done are done anonymously true 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 because it's it's something about a person that wants to do something no matter what platform now I think when you already have a platform you're already famous when you lend your name to something when you can bring something up then fine but a lot of times the most effective people are the people that are really doing the work and nobody really knows their name. And you do it not for the glory, but you do it for to be effective. That's the thing. Like, I just... Ah, that's why it's true that fame is a double-edged sword because another thing I crave fame for is just, like, I just want to be validated. But I validate myself, you know? Like, I know, like, I'm a baddie, but, like, I just want to be like, you know, I just want somebody to tell me that I'm good. 
that's not family. <laughs> okay, is... okay, because I know my words go go without. Uh, you know, no, I, it's I, still I said, impactful, of but course. But it's not only are you good, you're amazing. And this is the thing that I want you to understand is that seeking validation is probably the worst way to do it. Because when you seek validation, you're going to get just the opposite. Mm. But when you validate, you know what I mean? When you validate, that's when you will get validation. Meaning that when you... When you validate, that's when you get validation. When somebody... When you put somebody else's thoughts, everybody else's needs before your own, when you validate someone else, the validation comes from there. Because when they get to the point where they can do something for somebody else, they say, you know what? This person did this for me when I was in need. And now I'm going to do something for somebody else when they're in need. So it's, it's, it's like a... So that's why I said, please be careful with fame. Because fame, you have people that are, fame for the, are famous for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? So fame is something that, and then, um, like I said, there's so many opinions that come with that. And fame can be a good thing. And like there's people that use your fame for wonderful things. So can I ask you, you said you wanted to be fame, famous to be validated. But I'm going to tell you, when you really feel the most validated, when you are loved. <laughs> when, you, when you first do that work, do the hard work of self-love first, self-care, you know, do all the things that's going to make you say, I want to be better. So if this is whatever I, I want to do to make myself better, when you do that first, and then you're in a healthy place that you can help somebody else, keep passing that on and growing and growing and growing and then you get to the point where you said because like I said you have to be careful with fame you really do my dear it's nothing that it's like okay I know I'm going back to the word but I can't help it go back to the word mama just like with Solomon he prayed for wisdom because he didn't ask for fame. He didn't ask to be rich. All he asked for wisdom so he could lead his people. All those other things came along with it because he did. He was humbled in himself. You know what I mean? He just asked to be a wise person so that he can, he, he was a king, so that he could serve his people well. And by him being humble enough to just ask for wisdom, he got so many other gifts. He got wealth, untold, he got all those things. And then, once he got all those things, eventually those things were a detriment of him. But he led, he, he did lead his people very well. You know, the thing about the woman and the two two babies, and the dead baby and the, and the oh. live baby. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, that that that's a, that's a, that is thousands and thousands of years later, people still talk about that. Because it took true wisdom to figure out who was the mother. Of course, the mother was the one that said, if you cut the baby in half, uh, give it to her. I don't want you to cut the baby in half. And the woman that, that said, it's okay to cut the baby in half. Of course, that's not the mama. That's not the mama, because the mama loved the baby. She wanted the baby alive, even if somebody else is. 
holding it. And that's the same thing about love. It's not possession all the time. You know, you can love somebody from the far. And she said, if it's, if it's meant for me to be with you, it will be. But I'm not going to try to wiggle my way in your life. I'm not going to try to do. See, when we release our own version of what my happy life is going to be. What I mean is that sometimes we have only one person going to make me happy. Only one this is where I got to live to make me happy. Instead of being fluid in your spirit to understand that, you know what? I know happiness is coming to me. I know love is coming to me. I know peace is coming to me. I may not know where it's coming from, but I'm going to be open enough to receive it. That's when love really comes to you. But when you get rigid, one person, the only person to come, me and that person, one house, I want to live a certain place, and I have to be famous by this way. We we can't always choose how we're going to be famous. We can't always choose what path that is going to make us effective. But when it comes, we have to be open to it, to receive it, and stop saying my way or the highway because the way that's for you may not look nothing like what you think I know it but it may be an amazing much better it's just like you saying I want this I want this and it's it's a handful of or whatever gold and the handful of gold is 50 million dollars that's my handful I'm just saying if it it is example (laughs) i.e. i.e. if 50 million dollars is my idea and with this particular person living where they live, being in their life, it's what I think that I should be. And coming along is a person carrying something that you have no idea that is even valuable. It may not be gold. It may be uh, platinum. And it may be saying, you know what? This is available to you. Would you like to come and be a part of this? And I, I need your insight on this may be amazing. This may be the, the, the area that, because you're already good at this. And if I put what I have or what you have, it could go to the top. But if I am rigid and says, only the way that I have it in my head, do you know that's narcissistic as well? Because, in a way, because, yeah, because it says only my way. You have to be open to the possibility. It doesn't mean don't strive for nothing now. <laughs> Always have goals. Let's, let's be real about okay. it. Always have goals, but be open to the possibility that my my um, destiny may be a lot higher than my that little goal I had. Mm-hmm. Reach that goal. That's what's important to you. But my future may be so much brighter than that little thing over there that I thought was going to make. See, this is the thing about evolving. Once you evolve to a point, you say, wow, I can't believe that I thought that that was most important to me when I was at that age. Because now I've realized, oh my God, it's so much more. <laughs> and it's so much more peace, joy, and understanding. Yeah. Because let me tell you what comes along with pain. What comes along with pain is that it's a mistrust. It's like, I don't know, do you just want to be in my company because I'm famous? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to be in my company because you think I have money. I don't know if you want to be in my company because you want to be like me, take my place. Oh, I mean, people, that's why I was trying to tell you that wealthy people are 
sometimes the most unhappy people there is. Very, very wealthy people. Not that happiness and wealth can't go along with each other. But I think the most happiest people are the people that are not known, are not famous. Now, there are some happy, famous people because they've already dealt with themselves. They've been in it long enough and they know what to do. But, because I'm trying to tell you, when you are famous, you question every person that comes in your door. Because you don't know. Because they are a thousand miles away from you, wanting to be in your company, and you don't know why. Because there's been so many people that were at the top, and the wrong person came in their life, and there's so many examples out there, and, and destroyed their life, okay? Sometimes even took their life, okay? So they have all of that in their head. So their mind, is, it said, be, too much is given, much is required. When you have a lot like that, and then you got the spotlight too, it's like this. It's like, who, who are you? What, what do you want? I mean, really. Yeah. That's why so many become recluses, and so many just, you know, they think, they're, oh, they're mean, they're nasty, they're... It's that they got that way by a process of being around people that they trusted, that they thought were good, and end up that they found out their heart. That's why I was saying the heart of a man will eventually. People tell you who they are with the conversation, and some people are so good at it, they're connivers. They'll have you thinking that they're one person, they're totally a different person. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm saying. You, um, it's a process, my dear. So be careful with wanting to be famous. Okay. <laughs> I think, like, it's just, like, mm, I just really want, because I don't care about the money. Like, I've never cared about money. Like, you you know that for a fact. Like, yeah, you've never been a money-oriented person. Like, it's, like. You like all the things that come along with it. I like, of course, I like the things that come along with it. But, like, if I didn't have it, I wouldn't be mad. Like, I wouldn't be, like, oh, my God. Ah. Like, of course, I would want basic necessities. Of course, I would want a job so I can, like, you know. my If my basic values are set and, like, if I had a lot of money, I'd be like, oh, okay. But I would most likely just, like, take care of my family, take care of people I love. <laughs> take care of you first. Of course, take care of me. Dang, I don't say that enough. But, yeah, of course, I would take care of me. But, like, another reason why I want fame and success is so I can bring the people I love with me, like, my wait can I tell you I'm like I'm my dream is to just like take Maggie to LA with me and just like have her do everything her heart desires because like she wants to be an art therapist and like I know she would make bank in LA and I'll just be like you know what come on come out here like I'll hook her up with like all of my friends kids or whatever like you know like get her in there like I want to be able to give my the people I love opportunity to make their craft stronger my best friend Jay like she's a makeup artist like I want her to be my makeup artist and I want to introduce her to all the people that I know to be like hey this woman she's amazing she's talented you know like I want to use my platform to help others and like I understand yeah it's not like I'm going for it for a bad reason but it feels like I'm trying to convince myself I'm not going for it for a bad reason no, 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 no. but you were just because I was telling you to be cautious about it you were just explaining to me why you want it so there's nothing wrong with that can you pause it for a quick second yes okay. 
Okay, so back to why I wanted to become famous or be successful is because like I just really want to have a platform so I can help others and just really just bring a breath of fresh air to it also because like I see how people are fake or like disingenuine or they're afraid to say what's on their mind and I want to be like you know what hey like I'm I'm okay I can make mistakes and I will own up to it and I'm not going to take anybody's crap at all like I want to be able to (laughs) sorry two babies like looking at me I just really want to I just want to be a part of it you know I want to tell people hey like this is my ideas I feel like I also want to help artists too like I love creating concepts that's my favorite thing like literally I put so much time and effort into creating Magdalene the Muse because I have such an image for myself that I want to portray but not in a disingenuine way like this is how I feel in my core you know like and I want to help bring out other people's core like I want to be like hey like I feel like this would be cool do you like this if you don't like it okay we can do something else you know like I just want to collaborate and make something beautiful and I think you can do that and I think it's I think it's um very admirable of you to even think you know want to be there for others but like I said um, I just want you to um remember that you you are really you are your own I mean you've already from a little girl always kind of blazed your own path (laughs) really? oh god yeah (laughs) you've always you know been very independent thinker and um, that's a that's a blessing because so many people all they want to be is conformist and then you always like no I want to do it my way this is what I like And and that's a good thing that's what I liked. I always liked about you. You always wanted to do it the way that you wanted to do it, and that's a good. That's an amazing thing, Grace. And so, I want you to, to remember that, and to remember that um, as you find your journey, as you go on, know that you are your own best cheerleader. You know what I mean? As far as you know what you want, and it's up to you to follow your own dreams. But, you know, your heart is so open to others. I don't want you to get lost in what you're doing. I want you to continue to, um, you know, be the wonderful person that you are. Learn. Learn from your mistakes. But um, just keep your center, your center. Don't let anyone else's... um, (laughs) Sorry. um, Values ways of doing things change you because remember your way is especially when you're coming from your authentic self is very uh, important mm-hmm. let grace speak not let everybody else speak you just jump on their, their bandwagon because oh, no. <laughs> I think you've learned from that though oh yes I learned from it like um, in the last episode, I spoke on how when I first moved to Miami, I truly experienced being free in a sense, like being able to just go do what I wanted, be an adult, go to clubs, go party, do whatever I wanted. But I found a group of people who saw my light, who saw that, hey, this person could be someone, but they don't know it yet. 
So let's take all their resources. Let's yeah, take that's the thing. Take from them and not allow them to grow. You know, and I learned like, hey, forget them. <laughs> like I'm gonna do I'm it myself. Like I'm important. Like what I like is good, and I'm gonna create this art. I'm gonna create my poetry, my podcast, my comics. Anything I want to do, I'm going to do it because. It makes me happy. It truly does. And I am going to learn languages again. I am going to start studying Chinese again. Hey, maybe I might even pick up Korean again. Like, who knows? Like, I just... I just want to do it all. <laughs> I'm, I'll tell you what, all starts for one thing. And, and one thing I'm, I'm going to tell you about being young. You have the... Um, this is a time to called putting your irons putting a lot of irons into the fire and find out which one works mm-hmm. so it's good to explore the singing explore the art explore the languages explore whatever it is communication whatever it is that you that you that you eerie decide because at, at one point you were interested in um like when you did the, the, the pod pod things like you worked for um the festivals yes okay so um, that actually got me in love with the entertainment industry actually <laughs> okay but see did you see how powerful the people that ran the show were yeah and the entertainers worked for them yeah so I want you to open your mind to that type of lifestyle as well because I remember one thing that one thing I did learn from watching that's why I like to watch people's biographies so. oh me too that's where I get it from. <laughs> One thing I did learn from watching Sean Puffy Combs' um, biography, he said that um, he was a dancer. He wanted to be a dancer at first. That was his thing. He wanted to be a dancer. So he was at the dancing, and um, he saw the guy that was his producer. Everybody catered to him. He was a rich guy in the room. Everybody, and he said, you know what? I want to be that guy. Because when you learn better, you do better. And you can't, until you get exposed to it, know mm-hmm. that what better is. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. See, right now, what you see when you see fame, you see the one that's up there singing. But what you don't realize is the one that's really the money behind it. And the, the person that's really running the show is the person behind the scene. Mm-hmm. That's the person that has to be huge you know <laughs> and the, uh, and invite the artists over to sing at their kids but misfa mm-hmm. you know what I mean or necessarily not just for misfa <laughs> but birthday parties or, so you want to be the person that employs the entertainment possibly so <laughs> it looks interesting you, but you but this is the thing you were behind the scenes when you were at Coachella not Coachella but Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza. Yes. so you got to see the real work into that it was amazing. I felt ecstatic. Okay, so remember that these people that were behind the scenes that were really running it, and they were the real people, they're not famous. But they're, they're rich. They're powerful. They make and break careers. So think just think about that, Chris. That is still very creative. Yeah. It's just that you're not the singer. You're the ones that write the checks to the singers. That's another thing. Like, I just, 
I see like this as like my baby like I like another thing is like I've done so much for other people as in creatively wise giving them ideas that mm-hmm. gave them my all and see nothing and I just want to put something out there that's mine that's right so you know what you do you work on grace oops on your name <laughs> Magdalene the Muse you work on Magdalene the Muse yes and what you do with Magdalene the Muse you say you know what I want to learn the behind the scenes mm-hmm. I want to learn how everything's from the every job from the uh, smallest job to the highest job mm-hmm. and when you learn that it's nothing you can't do that's why, um, okay, I'm not going to say who this letter is to, but I wrote a very auspicious and very important letter that I haven't sent out yet or I haven't given to the person, just really advocating for myself and telling them how, like, just telling them how um, serious I am and how, like, I just want to learn and be able to work with the people who inspired me so much and just be like give me a shot like I just want somebody to give me a chance to show them that I'm serious and I'm about this and I can make this profitable I can be this because I know I can I have the power to do it I want somebody to back me up that's all because I've been backing everybody else up I want someone to do it like I want somebody to be like you know what kid I believe in you you can do it you got this and like you know and what I admired about this person and their whole team and all of that like I feel like you know who it is but like (laughs) but um what I uh crap brain fart what I really um admired is was that they had such a close-knit friend group that really supported them and like had this team this amazing team that just like shot them up and like inspired them like they're very hands-on they had creative directors and like all this and I'm just like dang like I can do that like look I can show you I can help you okay (laughs) first you have to have a commodity Mm -hmm. first you have to have something that they really need Mm -hmm. because if they already have an amazing team those people are already good at what they're good at but what is it that separates you from the crowd? What separates me from the crowd is that, one, I'm very unique. I'm different. I'm a breath of fresh air, brand new eyes. I have so many ideas and... Ideas about what specifically? See, this is the thing. I have ideas about concepts, comics, album concepts literally like even stage ideas like i literally like well, i have everything <laughs> okay so what you're gonna have to do is um put some of that down on paper mm-hmm. and you know say i have a lot of things i'd like to show you but in order to show them you um have to put them on paper first yes i have them all on paper okay and they have already I have, already. A, I, have, I have all of everything I done and inspired for Magdalene the Muse and my branding on this Black Cat USB. Okay, so <laughs> that is what is going to be the first step. Mm-hmm. 
so when you do when I, see you always prepare for that moment mm-hmm. and they said prepare 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 for that um, elevator moment you know because if you meet the person in the elevator and this is what you want to show them or whatever like this is say this is hey this is who I am I know you may get this all the time but I am who I say I am and I have the, 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 the proof right. <laughs> proof is in the pudding <laughs> and see what you say about it and if it's something um, and just say you know uh, you know, I do have rights and copies, copyrights to everything I have, so you can't just use my stuff without my permission. But if this is something that you're willing to, you please call me or whatever like that. But you always be prepared. That's the thing. So you just think, and and quite frankly, I know who you're talking about. But this is the thing I want you to open your mind to. What if? Not to brush your bubble. I want you to understand that because I know life. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. I know life. If that person passes on it, in a person that is on their way to the top, not already there yet, falls in love with your idea, says, you know what? Madeline the Muse, Magdalene the Muse, I love your concept. Oh, like, heck yeah. This is the thing. And let me show who, who you who you. Let me show you who I am first. Not just somebody that's just trying to use people and take advantage. But I mean somebody that's really on the same page with you. And they say, you know what? We can do this thing together. I can use your concepts with what I got going on. And now here we can go to the top together. So sometimes I think um, I used to have people in my, in my head that I thought that I was going to be with. Or for whatever reason. Not I'll be not, with. But. No, I don't mean like that. Okay. See? I don't mean like in maybe in ministry. Mm-hmm. Maybe in like I was going to be a part of their team. Mm-hmm. But the right person came along. And wow. Yeah. Everything I would in my mind wanted this person in ministry or whatever it was in the position I wanted them to be in to say to me, this person said twice. And not only that, I had the complete, utter respect and loyalty, everything from the person that came in my life. So what I'm saying is be open to the possibility that it may not be that particular person, but that person in your mind right now is a placeholder. For whoever. There you go. Whoever's coming up. And so when it comes up, you can say, wow, I thought it was going to be this person, but it was that. And then guess what? Sometimes it, it comes to be that you get so good at what you're doing, you rise all on your own. Mm. <laughs> but that's so scary. It's not. It's not scary because when you believe in yourself and you're doing the work, somebody just may want may come beside you and say, you know what? I love what you're doing, and I'm gonna push you. Hmm. I'm gonna push you there. Yeah. So I'm just saying, open to all possibilities. Excuse me. <laughs> open to all possibilities but still know your craft and I'm telling you uh, Madeline the Muse you really have a, a knack for communication with people I think when you just like when you start speaking and your yourself comes out everybody just loves that really? yeah you may be one of those communicators. You, you may be an interviewer. You may be the person that I'm telling you, everybody wants to get the interview with. 
Wow. You may be an influencer in a way because you have compassion for people. You're, you're a, a quick-witted, caring, and, and thoughtful, and, and you speak very clearly, and you um, good at what you do. So just think about it. You, you may be on the path to something that goes even higher than what you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I... I'm just Stop really... it, stop it, Bubba. No. I'm just really excited for this chance to even just perform, though. That's, like, not even... That's, like, an icing on the cake, is getting that elevator moment. But just being able to perform, and there's still going to be producers there, and people in the industry already. So, I, I, like... I've been having so many signs and dreams and everything about success, about something big is happening in these next few days. And I know something exciting is going to be happening to me, and like, I'm ready. Like, it, I, I, I've gone through so much, and so many things have just fallen into place that I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to take myself to that next level and really be about it. Like, I'm not scared anymore what I'm scared of is being alone and not having support by like you know a team or somebody like that's what I want because like I don't I don't like doing things all by myself because like that's too much stress like I want to bounce my ideas off of other people be like hey what do you think about this they'll be like oh I like da 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 you know like you can't do everything yourself because that's what dad did, you know? Like, dad is very, like, I got it, <laughs> you know? Like, that's, like, he's an Aquarius, of course. Like, that's what he did, <laughs> you know? Like, but as an Aries, I can't do that no more. <laughs> like, as a fiery person, I can't keep that in me, you know? Like, I'm just really excited for my future like I know I'm gonna be somebody I've always known I just don't know who and you know what in the meantime while you don't know you just keep perfecting voice but not to remember it's fine they you can you can edit that out I can just keep perfecting that under mirrors Magdalene the mirrors I'm serious please Magdalene the mirrors yes just keep perfecting Magdalene the mirrors and then always have your it's too much moment you know what I mean you always have your limits like and know know what you will and will not stand for your principles have to be intact before they're tested oh. you have to already know what you're going to go for you, you already have to know um, what your limits are when it comes to people because you says you know like if you say I'm going to get to know you. And somebody, see, they'll, they'll, they'll know your desire to make it. See, people, there's so many people out there that, that bulge on people's desire to make it. And it's, oh, she's, 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 she's gung-ho for it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to ease her this way. And I'm going to try to take advantage of her in this other way. And then you said, you know what? That is my, <laughs> that is my, um. I'm not comfortable with that. That yeah. is my limit. I don't know. I'm not doing any of this. Yeah, but I'm this, I'm the that. Okay, you may be the this or the that. But I draw the line when it comes to somebody wanting this part of me because 
my brain. I'm, I'm only here to discuss my ideas. My personal life has nothing to do with it. So I'm not crossing those lines. Yeah. Always have your principles in there. No, yes. Even if it's if it, if it's happened in the past, you have to learn from it. Yeah. Okay. Remember that that was a learning experience. It was. So don't be hard on yourself. I won't. Thank you. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm saying. So you'll find people that didn't, and that's exactly what they're going to try to do. But always know that that light inside of you is going to shine, and it's going to shine bright, and you're the keeper of that light. So you have to protect that light all those who try to come around because it's going to be a lot of bad but it's also going to be some good there and this is what I do I look through all the sea of bad and I find that good little light over there that's so full of love and kindness and all they want to do is be a part of your life you love them and they be loved love and be loved too they they want the same thing you want when that person comes in your life you're going to be like oh my god I can't wait to be in love, like literally. It's like, gonna happen when you're not expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was talking in the other episode about like I can't wait for to have a Christmas where I'm a parent. Oh like, yeah, you're you're pro- your own Christmas. I know what you mean. Yeah, like I it's want. Like that's one thing I really do want to. I want to be a parent, of course. Like you remember when I was younger, she'd be like, I don't want kids. Oh. Children, hex. No, she did. You know, when you're a child, you're selfish. You you, like, (laughs) I don't mean you. I mean in general. No, I mean you. you About oh, I want this. I want that. You know, children are. You know, but they just they they know you better. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you you. um, I knew you grew out bad. Don't worry about that. But what I'm saying is that whatever you decide is always gracious. Always a maximum choice. You know, like, I already know I'm going to have some powerful children via dreams, via, um, because I am spiritual. I was about to say, and this is because you are powerful. Yes. But yes, well, thank you. It has been fun. Love and be loved. Love and be loved. And thank you for listening to Midnight Muse. Have a good night, everybody.